As you walk through the valley of the shadow of hell, you will see through the fog a bend in reality, a veil that is beyond your own comprehension. It's the other side, beyond the void. That's right, it's episode 306. And we're back. Bitches, or rather, witches. witches. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, baby. You're going to miss a step. <laughs> so this week we're going to be doing a couple of movies with witches. What did you know? What did you know? So we picked two. One of them is a gift to us from Ryan. Thank you very much, Thank Ryan. Thank you very much. He picked up the 4K. Yeah. Which looked gorgeous. It was great. Of uh, the craft, by the way, which Christina was really excited about. Very excited. It's one of our, uh, that Favorites. was your senior year? No, that was like my, no, it was my sophomore year, high school. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. Anyway, so we're going to be watching The Craft from 1996 and. Uh, two Witches from 2021. Yes. It's a newer movie that just came out to, well, basically just came out. Uh, we weren't able to see it. I think Arrow picked it up, but it hasn't been released. It was like put out in 2021, but didn't get distribution until now. I I think that's how it went. Oh, okay. Because I would have recognized it this past year. Mm-hmm. I would have ca- caught it and been like, oh, I need to watch that or something. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, witches be crazy, man. Mm-hmm. So we're going to be doing a lot of witches, a lot of stuff with that. We got uh, drink all fixed up here. That's pretty cool. Based on one of the quotes from one of the movies. Mm-hmm. What have you been up to, Christina? Have you enjoyed the break? Yes, what? I have enjoyed the break. I did too. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I was worn out so much that I actually slept, what was it, 12 hours one day? Mm-hmm. Straight. Straight. <laughs> Which is unheard of because I usually wake up with like a migraine or something. Mm-hmm. Granted, I, I woke up, but either way. What about you? Did you get oh. some sleeps? Uh, No, but... <laughs> did, we, did we do anything I, cool? I was able to like catch up on some movies. We watched... I watched X. I watched Pearl. We watched Pearl together. Yes. We also watched the uh, Curiosities... Cabinet of Curiosities. I haven't finished that yet. I think I'm four episodes in. I think I have like two episodes oh, left. Which One of I'll my favorite finish. episodes, by the way, guys, just so I can say it, is the is the viewing. It's a Panos Cosmatos one, the guy that did Mandy and Beyond the Black Rainbow. Oh, I haven't seen that one yet, so don't Holy say anything. Holy shit. That was the best one? Uh, you're not going to like it like I do because you just don't like Panos Cosmatos as much as I do. Oh, because it's just slow and atmospheric? Well, yeah, he knows how to build it. Like, he oh, knows okay. how to build the tension, and this is like a fucking bizarre story with, with some actors that you're like, it's like kind of comical. Mm-hmm. So I, and it's really kind of awesome. And you know who's in it? Who? Fucking RoboCop is in it. That's who's in it. Oh. 
Yes. Okay. <laughs> like the actual RoboCop. No, or the, the, character, a- <laughs> the actor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. RoboCop. He actually got the like, licensee. Oh, oh he uh, was in a. No, Peter Weller's in it actually. Oh, okay. But she does. A phenomenal job in it, man. Like, holy shit. This was like my favorite one, by the way, out of all of them. And I've heard a lot of people say that this was a big one for them as well. But Mm -hmm. everybody has a different one because these are so vastly different. The Cabinet of Curiosities Mm -hmm. on Netflix, by the way, guys. Some people thought it was boring and, you know, didn't have much to it. I think it's just because we've had a steady diet of fucking stupid ass fucking uh superhero movies no it was all visually pleasing uh, the, you know it was it was well done but the stories weren't really but you know what i mean like, like i feel like we've been kind of like so many of those movies that they've kind of like pushed into what is a good movie for some people yeah but this was a show on netflix like, right for Halloween, I I don't know. Why I mean, there wasn't that many that. people complaining about it, but I just the ones that were saying it was too slow. I was just like, come but it on, was. man! But they were. They are. It's not too slow. But that's the point slow. because that's the story. They're simple stories that are supposed to be visually appealing. Two acts. That's it. Two acts is basically the first yeah. and the third act. Right. That's so it. yeah, once like you kind of get the character out of the way, and then bam, yeah, everything sim- goes fucking haywire. Simple. simple. So two act structure. I hope it sticks around. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Because you don't really get to see shorts with this much money. Right. And this had a lot of money. A lot of really awesome looking fucking creatures too, by the way. Hmm. Some fucking bizarre shit. So anything else, Christina, that you want to mention? um, No. Well, we took off and then like the reasons why we took off, plans fell through. Life happened. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I don't even know because I've had so much shit going on. Like, I can't. It's just I don't, been nonstop. And I don't even want to talk about the shit going on. So oh, of course not. I'm not going to bring it up. <laughs> oh, I know that. But I'm just Plus, saying. I mean, I know I'm going to talk about it every fucking day, but it's all I got for me, guys. I mean, what do you want? You know? Oh, my God. Let me guess. <laughs> but yeah, it sucks. Okay. So I'm really, I just wasn't able to put up as many YouTube videos this past week. And I really wanted to. It, it's frustrating, you know? Because I don't have the, the, the mental capacity or time mm-hmm. or strength, mental or physical. Mm-hmm. So it's like, fuck, son of a bitch. So I'm going to try this week to get a little bit more up there because it's a lot. You make more money doing this than stupid surveys. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm trying to get some fun money by doing like surveys or playing games. I got on him my addicted. Phone. I got him addicted finally. Yeah. So I've got like, I've been trying to get this box set that I, I've been saving up for and we don't have any extra money. So what's the box set? What it's is it? the box set from the, the Hindi, the Ramsey brothers from oh, Ma- Mondo okay. Macabre. Uh-huh. Uh, it's like the whole, there's like six movies in it and it, I and really you only want, want one. <laughs> no, I want all of them. They have like a, a ton of movies, but this would be a great set to have. And it's like a hundred bucks. Right. And I'm like super trying to get it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I think I got like $40 saved up already, but I still haven't transferred it into the account yet. Mm-hmm. So I'm just trying to get to that hundred mark. <laughs> <laughs> so if any of you guys want us to review the whole set, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Chip in now, motherfuckers! No, I'm kidding. Chris, Christina was like, "No, we got, we got, we ordered, we pre-ordered Doctor Caligari, the 1980s version. I think it for 89. It was Doctor Caligari. It's like a version of it. It's like fucking Andy Warhol, crazy, like very sexual, very practical effects, mm-hmm. insane. They got it on 4K 
and I had to get it. Right. There was no getting around it. Yeah, you can't live without it. I really can't because they didn't even put it out on... I don't even think they ever put it on DVD. It was only on VHS. Mm -hmm. So no DVD, no Blu-ray, and now it's coming to 4K? Right. Gotta get it. Mm -hmm. Sorry. But but yeah, guys, I think we're going to have a fun episode today. I think it might also be that time. What time is it? Horse shots! All right, guys, so we decided to pick the craft. Of course. Because we are going to be drinking craft brews. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Never. <laughs> that would kind of work, though, right? Yeah, like, we should. Uh, maybe we should have done that. We should have thought about that, right? Like done the craft brew, a craft brew, <laughs> some witchy craft brew, you know what I mean? Uh, some beer, but no, we're not that clever, uh, and we're poor, so we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna we're, use what we have. We're gonna go with the, our bar, which uh, we decided to use Liquid Death again. Yeah, no, we've never used it. Not the the straight the the regular yeah, one. Yeah, this is the regular Liquid. So it's death. just sparkling water. Yeah, but we figured it'd be kind of iconic for the photo. Mm-hmm. Did you take the photo? No, you didn't. I'm gonna do it tomorrow. Oh, okay. Don't throw away the can. Um. So anyway, this is a shot called Bitches of Eastwick. <laughs> it's a line that he says in the film. Yes, based off of the, the movie with Jack Nicholson. Yeah, yeah. The, the Witches of Eastwick. Yeah. Which is a great movie. Oh, look, it's the Bitches of Eastwick. We, need, we, need, we should watch that movie. It's, oh, yeah, I know. Great, I'm not, no more witches, movie. though. I need a break from that shit. You know oh, I mean? Well, we watched that other movie, too, the Mandrake movie, which is another witch movie. Oh, yeah. It had three fucking witch movies in a row. And I was like, all right, it's enough. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so anyway, Christina, why don't you tell them what's in the ingredients? Oh, so we use 99 bananas. It's like half and then half uh, Amarillo. Because Furzabal goes crazy. She's yep, bananas. crazy. And then Amaretto liqueur. Yeah. Right, and then like a splash of the liquid death on top. Yeah, to give it a sparkle. Yeah, some sparkle bubbles. Like some a bubbles. Like a vampire sparkle. <laughs> Robert Pattinson. Pat- Patterson. Pattinson. Yeah, the Robert Pattinson vampire one. Yeah, yeah Twilight. Yeah. Yeah. Sprinkles. Cheers. Let's try it out. It's really good. It's got a little bit of an I aftertaste. Wait, I, I think the banana and the amaretto went well together, though, for the most part. Try some of this liquid death. Yeah, it tastes like water. Hmm, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, guys, so if you would like to try a Bitches of Eastwick, all you have to do is go to longlivethevoid.com and check out our hashtag horror shot section now. That's it for horror shots. All right, guys, so let's get into our flesh and potatoes of The Craft from 1996 and Two Witches from 2021. And we're going to go ahead and do that right now. All right, Christina did work on the craft. We're going to kick it. Should we do the other one first? Since it's the newer one, you know, that way if people are curious about that one, they already know what the craft is. Do you know what I mean? Like the newer one might be better to do. Yeah, if you think. Let's do that. 
Normally, guys, we do the like older one because sometimes they borrow from each other. But I think we watched both of them, and I can tell you that it didn't. <laughs> so <laughs> it, we're we're good to go. But it, it is it's good to do that. I like doing it that way because then you can kind of see who did it first in your mind mentally. You know right. what I mean? Yeah, but we don't need to do that. Yeah. So. We're going to do two witches from 2021. An aging, malevolent witch intercedes in the lives of two young women. Or two witches, right? <laughs> doesn't sound right, right? That's what they wrote in IMDb. No, no, because one of them was a witch and then the other one was a pregnant lady. No, one of them was a witch and one of them was an older witch. That's what I'm trying to say. Oh. Anyway. There's two witches. You got the fucking title, right? Anyway, this is uh, director and writer Pierre Sagradis. That sounds good. Sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> Only did it 20 times. <laughs> Apologize if I said it wrong. I, You know, it is a French name, it sounds like. Um, this is their first feature film. They've never written on anything other than this and uh, maybe did some shorts and stuff like that. But this is their first feature film. Some of the other writers that are on it is Kristen Klebe who is mostly known as an actress, but she's done some writing and directing too. This is her first feature film as a writer, but she's acted in Rob Zombie's Halloween as Linda, Sleigh Bells, Extremity, Don't Kill It, and more. And she also stars in this movie as Rachel, the tolerant roommate. We also have Maxima Rankin, who is, this is their first feature film, writing and producing. They do production as well. They've done that a lot more than writing. Some of our cast, we have Rebecca Kennedy, who does Masha. She's one of the witches in the movie. She was in a movie called To the Bone, Namaste Bitches, a TV show, <laughs> A Dark Foe, Limbo, and Ghostbreakers TV show. We also have Tim Fox, who plays Dustin, the friend, who is in the J&T sketch comedy show on t in TV. He also did an episode of Westworld as like a background character and a movie called Spirit Quest. More recently, we also have Dina Silva, who is also plays Melissa Green, Dustin's girlfriend in the movie, who is also like a professional, like psychic or witch or whatever, spiritualist. Uh-huh. This is her first feature film. Uh, we have Belle Adams, who plays Sarah, the pregnant girl in the beginning, the first act. She is uh, been in movies or TV shows like Bless This Mess TV show, Solve TV show, This World Alone movie and more. We also have Danielle Kennedy, who is the mother of the tolerant roommates. Oh, okay, yeah. Who's in this movie. She plays Mary. She was the roller granny in Ghostbusters Afterlife. She hmm. was also in, like, five episodes of the Narcos TV shows as an ambassador. Hmm. And she was in the new uh, Netflix movie called Day Shift. She was the granny in the first five minutes of the film. Oh, okay. That goes bananas. Um, oh, okay. It's obviously a stunt person that's in her, in her body afterwards, but she did a really good job <laughs> as a vampire zombie sort of thing. Mm -hmm. uh, she's also in a TV show called Av 43. Okay. Christina. Yes. What are your thoughts on this fine film? I thought it was okay for an independent. It's really good for an independent movie. Okay. You know, I'm just casual viewer. And, you know, casual view viewing movies. Okay. I just casual viewer. <laughs> Sorry. The shot hit me. <laughs> but this movie is interesting, too, because it's you first you think it's like an anthology, but it's really like two segments and they like blend into each other. Mm -hmm. And I thought they did a good job with that. OK. Because It, it kind of, you know, it makes you question like what's going on. And, you know, it kept the story going. I like that. It was good. OK. 
there was like a lot of tension in the movie, but I do think it was lacking atmosphere and action. I felt like there should have been more. Are you joking? <laughs> more action. In- yeah, no, I'm not joking. Okay. There was some laggy, laggy. Dude, parts this is like if there is any more action in this fucking movie, like. Well, it goes all out, it, but it's a Van only in a, in a couple like sections. Okay. To right. me. The acting, everybody's acting was really good too because, okay, so when you first start watching the movie, you're like, like, I'm just being honest. You're kind of like, oh, oh, oh my God, I don't think, but then it, it, it does, it, it, you get lured into it and you're like, oh, okay. Yeah, it's, like, you settle it. it's into it. Yeah, it's not so bad. Exactly. You settle in, but I'm just saying like when you first start watching it, maybe you'll cringe a little bit, but just hang in there. It, it's, it's fine. Right. It's fine. Just keep going. Acting's good. Um, I liked the dynamic between the witch and a, a pregnant woman aspect i like that i love the loved first act the, yeah. yeah which was the first or act. the first chapter i guess yeah and there i'm not spoiling anything but you know i love some dead babies you know love dead babies you know? <laughs> jesus <laughs> but it was oh good. she's a goddamn liberal <laughs> but are you was, sucking the fucking shut up pineal gland out of her <laughs> but it was filmed really joke, well guys. there were a lot of creative shots um, I liked, okay, the witch in the second segment did a really good job. The actress did a really good job. She's really creepy. She had a really creepy smile. She creeped A lot me of the, people had creepy smiles. She in creeped me the fuck out. She acted insane, like, really well. Right. Um, there were some really good practical effects in this movie. Mm-hmm. Surprisingly really well. Especially, I can't imagine how much they got for the budget, but mm-hmm. couldn't have been that much. I f- so, I feel like w- when you get to the end of the movie, I, f- I felt like... Like somebody watched The Witch and was like, yeah, fuck really that shit. disappointed. So yeah. they were like, well, f- uh, no, this is the way it should have ended. And really, this is the way I, The Witch should have ended. <laughs> yeah, I kind of wonder if they didn't like The Witch and they were like, what They're the, like, fuck, what is the this? fuck is this shit? And yeah, then, there was yeah. nothing that happened. Let, let's make a movie that stuff happens. Yeah, yeah, exactly. This a lot of stuff happens. happens. Yeah. So that was really, that's what I was thinking about during the end of the movie. But yeah, it was okay. I give it a six out of 10. Okay. You know, all right. that's not bad, right? No, 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 it's not bad at all. No. Um, I liked it better than you, obviously. Yeah, you did. Cause you can't, I wasn't, I was, sorry. I wasn't sure if you were going to like it or not. Cause we Dude, watched it separately. When she was watching it, I was like getting my video ready and like editing it and stuff like that. The day that she was watching it. Mm-hmm. And then I watched it today. And all I could hear was like all these crazy sounds and shit from the other room. And I was like, hey, do you mind turning it down a little bit? I got to fucking record and shit. <laughs> and like, and I was like, is this a crazy movie or what? Like, it sounds insane. And me, I'm just like, eh. eh. Yeah, no. <laughs> this is fucking Marvel Universe or something. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> what were your thoughts? It needs more action. You got to be kidding me. <laughs> like, this is like the most action-packed fucking witch movie I've ever seen. Literally. <laughs> okay, this movie is fucking bananas, guys. Like, this is something that is like, it's trying to take itself very serious, but it's also kind of having fun with itself in a kind of a wink and a nod way in some of the moments in the film, which kind of makes me maybe maybe there was different writers for different parts or something like that. Mm-hmm. And that's why that happens. Oh, I see. Because okay. the first part happen. is almost like very serious, while the second part is kind of taking the piss out of you, which is a little bit of that so bad it's good flair. But I don't want to just say so bad it's good and throw that out there all the time. It is just kind of good, and it's also kind of not 
you know, the top echelon of like type of movies. You can definitely tell that somebody took an idea that some ideas that they had piled up and then unleashed on the viewer in this movie because this movie does not hold back. Like I, it's hard to explain because sometimes you're going to laugh inappropriately or appropriately. Imagine like a Joe Bagos early film about witches that's on crack. Okay, like this shit is fucking amped up to like 11 on the witches scale. <laughs> like, like that's what I get from this movie. Like when I we say witches, I don't mean, oh, let's cast a spell. No, I mean, rip your <laughs> fucking skin off, slamming doors with your mind powers and cussing at people with the funniest and meanest way fucking possible. <laughs> like just no holds barred. Witches gone wild. <laughs> witches go wild. I'm being serious. Witch, no pun intended, oh my God. is totally fine with me, by the way, okay? This is the anti-the witch. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like the beginning of the movie is a little bit of, of slow, and then it definitely kind of like unfolds into some really crazy shit. Mm-hmm. But the whole time, they're doing some really weird camera tricks. They're like, cutting to people like doing jerky motions. There's a lot of attention to sound in this movie and all of it is not done extremely perfect. Like I don't want to make it seem like it's like, it's like created its own sort of mythos and you are brought into it, which is a good thing because you know, if, if you can't connect with the material and kind of get into the tone of it, Mm -hmm. you may have troubles with it. And I wonder if people have tones, tonal problems with this, because the first half is so different than the second. I can see that, yeah. But, you know, like she said, there's two chapters, oddly, that connect to one another by way of two witches. There is an epilogue and an after credit extended part for you guys, so make sure you stick around for that. I personally think it's pretty well shot. It's got some wild editing and ideas thrown in. The gore isn't all that bad either. The acting isn't necessarily like award winning here, but it's, you know, it's not easy being just fucking weird like these girls do. And these ladies get awful fucking crazy and awful fucking disturbing. Mm -hmm. Like they distort their faces and shit and like weird like moments. Like the camera just pans to them. They're like, Like, (laughs) there's like, you know. Them puking up disgusting bits of grue, eating disgusting things, people shaking violently and twitching with the edits that they do in the movie. There's like white eyes, the works. There's a lot of stuff in the movie that just sort of like swings for the fences too as far as the story goes and like what these witches are capable of doing and what they do to other people is fucking like the worst magic trick gone bad. Like mm-hmm. it's insane. Like I don't know why I've never seen a movie like this about witches. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, like, you know, a lot of witches, you know, movies are a little bit slow and, you know, which is fine. That's all fine. This is definitely a different take on witches and it may come across to some people as probably ham-fisted a little bit Mm -hmm. but to some of us who watch some of these like movies that a lot of people just can't get their sink their teeth into too too much Mm -hmm. it may just be like the perfect mix of something different you know it it is very original in that sense Mm -hmm. i've never seen witches do this kind of shit and it's fucking cool. Mm-hmm. There's like so many fucking scenes in this movie I've never seen in another movie before. 
mm-hmm. which is great. They and it's like one of those movies that goes, "Oh, they they're gonna go there." Oh, okay, yeah, they just went there. Okay, they mm-hmm. went even further than I thought they were gonna go. <laughs> it goes like really pretty far in the disturbing category, even right. if it's not like a hundred percent in camera or just part of the story. It's disturbing mm-hmm. if you think about it. Like, like, you know, I don't know how to explain it. This is just very dark, fucked up, tons of tons of stuff that you're just going to be like, holy shit, I can't believe they did that. I just wasn't expecting all that much from the film. And it surprised the shit out of me. And and, and like I said, you know, it might not be for everyone, but, you know, most of you folks who like the S big stuff like I do a little bit will probably appreciate a little bit more and give it a little bit more leeway Mm -hmm. than maybe a casual viewer would, you know. On an indie scale, I think this is fantastic stuff. Highly, I don't, and I don't want to compare it and just say, oh, it's like Joe Bagos, but it really does remind me of his films that are very raw and a little rough around the edges, mm-hmm. but still has like stuff in it that, you know, is kind of homage to other things while being its own thing. So, you know, I don't know. I think for someone's first feature film, they owned it. Mm -hmm. And I would love to see another film by them and their crew. So if you guys get a chance to work together again, throw some pretty crazy shit like this out there because (laughs) I don't, you don't see shit like this in movies very often. Right. I don't know. Very hyper aggro stuff. So I'm struggling to give this movie a score because like, I was just like, kind of like, wow, this is so different, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, part of me wants to say, oh, it's a 7.5, but it is just teetering on the 8 right there. Mm-hmm. And it's so close that I might need to watch it again just to kind of see. But for me, I think it could make my list for the year. Mm-hmm. I don't know where it's going to be on that list, but it definitely is oh, original wow. enough. That's big. And it's an independent film. So, you know, mm-hmm. it's not going to be like a 20 or $50 million budget movie. Right. You know, mm-hmm. and what they did with it is gave the viewer everything they could. Right. And that may seem schlocky to some. It may be funny to others, and that may be the, their intention, but I think it's a damn good film, and I wish them all the best. Mm-hmm. Can't wait to see another film by them. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I would say if you want to compare it to anything, I would say it's like an indie version of Drag Me to Hell with Bagos Witches Gone Wild style mm-hmm. on that kind of budget wow. feel. So, mm-hmm. yeah, he makes he makes, you know, like homage kind of things, but like amps it up a little bit more mm-hmm. and tries to do different things. And I think this kind of supersedes him in that report in the department, mm-hmm. meaning it goes even further than some of the stuff he does. That makes sense. So I don't think he's ever done a witch movie, but you know, man, this is fucking wild. <laughs> <laughs> I really liked it, man. I, I'm just, uh, I'm pretty happy I'm with it. I'm kind of surprised. I'm surprised because I wasn't expecting it to be this good. And I know some of you are going to be like, oh, it wasn't that good, Alex. You're always fucking giving everything such good score. No, I really liked it. Genuinely liked it. I came into the room to Christina. I was like, that was really and fucking good. And I was good. like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. You got to wait to tell me. <laughs> <laughs> It did take a year for them to get distribution, so it I, I can see it being kind of a sort of specific audience, mm-hmm. and that's why it's not exactly reaching right a big scale. But obviously, Arrow saw potential in it, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna have to pick up a copy now from them. So mm-hmm. hopefully, we can get that. But yeah, we do have no trivia about this because there really isn't much. 
mm-hmm. other than the fact that I think there was like some goof in the movie, but it's not really worth. Did you see if they're going to do a physical release? They're definitely going to do a film. It's an arrow. It's arrow oh, video. yeah. I forgot. <laughs> it's already up. You can buy it right now. Oh, okay. I, actually, Let's let me look and know. see how much it is. Yeah, the Two Witches uh, Blu-ray is 20 bucks on uh, air, uh, on uh, it's an Arrow video uh, thing. Comes with a couple of things in it. It says it's 50% off right now for 20 bucks. It was normally 40, but I think it's $20 because it's one movie. Mm-hmm. But yeah. But yeah, we're going to talk about some of our favorite scenes. This one's going to have uh, a little bit more. We'll probably have more trivia in the other one uh, while we mention like some scenes. Right. But. It's if, older movies, so. Yeah, uh, if you want to rent this, it's a dollar. Literally a dollar on Amazon, right? Now, how much we got it for? Right, and if you take a survey, then you could make a dollar. <laughs> and then that would, oh just pay, that would just pay for it. I'm, I'm survey done ju- taking surveys. Survey junkie. Uh, anyway, if you want to check it out, check it out. It's a dollar on, like, Apple and I think Amazon and YouTube. Um, but uh, I don't know how long it's going to be for that. But I would definitely say... This is a must rent for a dollar. Mm-hmm. But yeah, if you know anything spoiled, here's your warning. There's timestamps down below. You can go check out the other film that we talk about, The Craft from 1996, that we do spoiler free. And then we'll tell you at the end of the episode what we're going to be watching next week. All right. So what did you, um, what was the first thing that kind of took you back a little bit from the movie? Like, Wait, oh, with, oh, just the be- just the beginning part. She's pregnant and they're like, the restaurant is just like, what the fuck's going on? And then the old lady's staring at him. And you're like, what the fuck? And then they're just talking about wine and shit. You're like, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> but then they go home and she's like in the bathroom. And then there's a, a jump scare because the old lady is there with her and she's in a veil. Right. And then the husband, the husband comes to the f- and like starts seizuring on the floor. I just. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, she's like mimicking. Sorry, it. I shouldn't do that. That's not nice. Yeah, it's very ableist. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> um. No, do it again. That's how you. That's how you mix drinks. But then they kept doing these shots of like the old la- lady, like grabbing her, which is kind of cool. It's like you've seen it before in other movies, but it was still kind of cool. Right? They did it like they do some stuff that's like reminiscent of other movies, like where it's like coming up behind them, grabbing them, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. I thought it was funny because the husband all of a sudden, like, she wakes up because I guess it was all just a vision in her head. You or know, no, 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 no. It was all in their heads, all of their friends and everybody's heads. And I noticed because he came out of a seizure, but they all kind of have this memory of it. Right. Which is really weird because like. Right. And he but he didn't believe it. And then he was blaming her morning sickness. Right. Because, which, of course, that's what you do yeah, when which, you have a when pregnant wife. a woman wife, is pregnant, you know, blame her. her hormones because, you know. We're crazy. <laughs> you know? I don't know. I saw a lady up in the corner of the room. Maybe it's because you're pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will say that, you know, like, I think the main actress for the first chapter was probably the, she was probably the best. The pregnant lady? Yeah. Yeah. The blonde hair girl. Yeah, she was good. Um, She reminded me of like a young, like, Nicole Kidman or something like that. Like, I don't know how to explain It's because it. she's blonde. No, because Nicole Kidman always has red hair. But there was something. No, maybe she, it's like Meg Ryan or Nicole Kidman I don't or something. Know. She a, just looked familiar. She's a white lady. <laughs> yeah, they all look the same. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> anyway, God. Uh, I like you got me off track. I liked when they were okay. They were at the rest area, right? Because she has to go to the into the the rest area to vomit, you know, because morning sickness. Mm-hmm. I liked how he was alone in the car, and all of a sudden, this coyote in the middle of the woods. Are coyotes in the woods? Yes. What do you mean? Are they in the know. woods? No, they're on the. I thought those. Were, I thought wolves were. They in live the, in the inner cities. I thought. Well, I. <laughs> well, I know they live in the inner cities because I saw a pack of oh, coyotes the other day. They don't live in the inner cities. They wander into the inner well, cities. I didn't know. I thought. Um. I thought wolves were in woods and coyotes were in the desert. That's why I'm. It asking. was a coyote. It was a coyote. Yeah. Which is, I guess, a sign or something. It's probably well, it's California or something, right? I guess I don't know. I don't remember. Yeah, I like that part, and then I also like the part trying when she, to steal her baby when she uh when she ran out of the rest area. She like that wasn't a good puke scene because obviously she was just spitting out soup. Yeah, I always think about that. I was thinking about that when she puked too. I don't know why. Uh, I always it was, think about it was like obvious, right? Well, I always think about like the process in which the actor or actress, um, the talent, so to speak, it had to like right puke it out it looked kind of real to me you know like i don't know it, it all came out at once because you, you know no, it didn't and know she had it, a second she had a second thing of it i watched yeah, to trust me i watched this in detail this is my my kink i'm just kidding oh my <laughs> god alex okay i don't want to talk about this puke on me, mommy. so then they so then they go so then they go to his friend's house and she's like a psychic healer and they bust out a Ouija board. And then yeah, it's a- their first time meeting her, by the way. It's like, right. It's like his, her boy, her husband or boyfriend's Friends. friend. Yeah. And he's the weird one that she doesn't really get along with yet because he's just kind of weird. Right. He's into the occult stuff. Right. Doesn't really know him. So, you know, let's have a baby together. Right. He's like the me of the bunch. You know what I mean? <laughs> the dumb, goofy, loudmouth idiot. Right. Kind of guy. <laughs> Who never believes his girlfriend. Right. You well, know, his girlfriend's she like starts really seeing shit. Into, she's a crystal mommy and uh <laughs> um who doesn't force anything upon you oh, or shut anyone. Shut the hell up. <laughs> See, we watched the craft and she just got carried away, oh guys. My God, she went out and bought a whole box set. Whole <laughs> box set. <laughs> How to be a witch. Beginner, beginner's witchcraft. <laughs> Witchcraft 101. Beginner's bitch. I got, I got it at Spencer's. Beginner's bitchcraft. <laughs> I already have that down. <laughs> anyway, I'm kidding. We're making associations. Making but anyway, she mentions, he or he rather mentions that she has some sort of fucking thing that she's got uh, that she thinks that this woman stared her down and sort of cursed her because it was so very weird how this woman like was looking at her and she saw her with white eyes one time and it was just weird. Yeah. So he's kind of like making fun of her because he doesn't believe. And the girlfriend of Dustin is like, no, 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 shut up guys. Both of you shut the fuck up. Like what is going on? Did she really, did she threaten? Or do you feel threatened? And she's like, yes. Mm -hmm. And so they decide that in order to fix this situation, they're going to break out the Ouija board. And I'm like, what? You don't break out a Ouija board to fix shit. You break out incense and shit like that to try you to cleanse that shit. Yeah, you bitch. bind that bitch, like you know what I mean, <laughs> so that she can't do any harm. See, you know. 
<laughs> but I'm just saying, like, you get out crystals, you don't break out a Ouija board. That's to talk to the spirits. But, you know, for the sake of making things worse, which I love in horror movies, because, <laughs> you know, it's only going to get wild from there. They decide to do it. She has a candle, by the way, that she has. This is your lifeline. And then, like, later on, they go back to the candle and the entire candle's burned out. But all the other ones aren't. Do you remember that? Yeah, I remember that. She said she was all freaked out. Right. Where I started to really get interested, though, is when the girlfriend starts kind of losing her shit. And it becomes pretty apparent that all of this is to attack her boyfriend, not her. Mm-hmm. It's to attack her boyfriend and her, her baby. It's Yeah, it's to get to the baby, of course. Yeah, they like, want to steal her baby out of her and eat it, by the way. Which they do. She's like, how's the baby? <laughs> Smells delicious. You know, like, <laughs> Needs looks, a little salt. Yeah. <laughs> hey, put some Worcestershire sauce on the baby head. It's chewy otherwise. Uh, <laughs> it's oh. chewy little fingers and legs. <laughs> but, oh, my God. When they, is the part that sucked you in when uh, they were fighting in the bathroom and yes! she, her fucking finger snaps off go, the door? Dude, I don't know how they did this, but it looked so real. And I was like, <laughs> no, because I think about that shit, like getting your finger trapped in the door when you're trying to like. Yeah, you hate finger anything. Oh, uh, she gets her finger trapped in the door and it breaks off. And he's like, fuck you. I'm not opening the door. You're fucking crazy. Yeah, because she got possessed. And, and she is. Crazy. She is going crazy, man. But like the finger, you notice she gets it like all the way down to the third knuckle. Mm-hmm. And later on, this is the goof, the trivia goof that I saw mm-hmm. is that she's like, look at my finger. Oh, yeah. The, the, and it's at the yeah, second knuckle. Yeah. The end. Yeah. yeah that was, <laughs> I was like, I was like that, too. I was like, but they had to because how are you going to fucking. Yeah. And Take yeah, your finger you might, bag. You might as well if you don't have to use special effects. Like, look at my it. finger. <laughs> Did you eat it? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I thought that was really cool. Then they they eat the baby and put it in stew while mm-hmm. the lady's like drooling and it's kind of weird. And then the other lady gets her stomach cut open. That was a really cool scene the, too. The gut, her guts and shit fall out, out. Yeah, which is crazy and her boyfriend's like got blood all over his face. See, I thought that was kind of, that part was kind of silly to me. It is. You know it is, but it's like kind of like I like that they went for it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like that's what I don't mind. Right. Because like if it's they can pure sh- madness. Yeah, like if they can show me like like people going crazy like that, it doesn't have to be perfect, but mm-hmm. as long as I can understand that there's people going crazy Right. And it's not just like some stupid shit. Right. You know, like they did some close ups. They did some shots behind them. They did shots of the witch watching behind them and then flickering people like there was a lot of shots going on in one thing. And so the editing in this probably was pretty complicated. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it added to sort of the atmosphere in some ways and the interest of the movie in some ways as well. Now, the movie really opens up for me. When we get to the second chapter, Masha, mm-hmm. who is a roommate to this other girl, this girl who is seemingly all put together mentally and physically and everything. She's like, mm-hmm. she's actually the writer on this movie. The the girl that I was oh, talking is it? about. Yeah. Oh, okay. She also is a director and stuff, but she, oh, okay. she's, she was, um, she played the roommate. She's playing the kind roommate. Cause she's talking to her new roommate. Oh, okay. Okay. And, um, it becomes very clear that, you know, she's a little odd. You know, Masha is very odd. And so she just kind of tolerates her because she doesn't mind different people. 
But she's on the phone talking to her mother and her mother's like, oh, and how's your new roommate? You know, mm-hmm. oh, you can tell she's a little lost, but, you know, I think that she's fine. And then Masha overhears her say it and kind of takes offense offense to it, you know, because she knows she's weird. Mm-hmm. And boy, is she not afraid to show it either. She ends up going to a party and uh, there's like, a, you know, it's like just a bunch of scenes where she's like sitting, talking to some people and she's staring at Dustin and Dustin, for some reason, just can't keep his eyes off of her. Not because he's interested in her, but because he senses something from her. Mm-hmm. So a familiarity that he talks about later on. Or she's charming her, him. Right. Well, at first I thought they were going to try to hook up. I didn't even know it was him because it looks like this film was shot like sometime later. Did you uh, notice? Yeah, yeah. Because the one girl had purple hair. Right. And it, and was, it was like, gone. And it was gone. Yeah. And then she's back at the party with him. Right. And then Dustin is there, but he has longer hair and he looks different than he did mm-hmm. in, in the, the earlier one. chapter. So it's almost like they this, this probably took some time to, to make the movie. Or they filmed this part first. It, it could have been. It could have been. cut his hair and did this, the first one. I don't know. I'd, I'd yeah. have to ask. But anyway, he she goes back to the bathroom and for some reason starts losing her shit. Mm-hmm. And she puts her head against the door and she can lit, hear the girl washing. Yeah, because somebody was in the bathroom and they weren't coming out. And she was getting she started to get pissed. And she started banging her head on the door. And she's There's like, people out here. she's like, stop washing your cunt, you dumb bitch. You aren't getting laid tonight. <laughs> that was funny. I was like, Damn. And then I was like, oh, you got my attention now. Like, what's going to happen here, you know? And then the girl opens the door and they kind of like fight and push each other and stuff. And then she does this like thing where she's like mimicking like the the witch girl, Masha. She starts reaching in her mouth and pulling on her jaw and her teeth, the other girl's teeth fall Fall out. out. And she's like, "Uh, I don't know. That was just weird. And then Dustin shows up and he's like, where did you learn this? Because he could hear hear her chanting some sort of thing that he had heard when he was with his friend in the first chapter Mm -hmm. and all this crazy shit went on. He was like, where did you learn this from? He's like, what the fuck? And they kick him out because he he like is real physical and she's playing like earlier in the chapter. She was having sex with a guy and she pretends to get beat, even though she was the aggressor. And so she does this a lot to make people. Yeah, to have her way. Yeah. But they kick him out. And his psychic girlfriend, who had the purple hair, was is outside. And, and they're, she, like, arguing outside. Dude, this part fucking got me pretty good. Yeah. They're arguing outside, and this is, like, the perfect time to, to have this kind of thing happen, by the way. Yeah, because you're not expecting it. Yeah, because she's like, he's like, do you even understand what I'm saying? Do you even believe me? And she's like, of course I fucking believe you. But what are we supposed to do? Maybe we should go, bam! She gets hit by a fucking car. <laughs> And her, it dies. Her face is all mashed on the ground, and she's like, "Yeah, they showed it, which was funny." It was pretty funny. Which you know, afterwards she goes back to her roommate's house. They get into an argument about and then, stuff, and then you come to find out that roommate, that nice roommate, was friends with the girl who got hit by the car. Right. She was also friends with the t- Tiffany or whatever her name is. Yeah. So now you see like things are coming together, like linking to the first right part. I forget what happens, but there's this weird scene where they're like, Masha her, uh, Masha is watching over her, and then it cuts to her at her mother's house. Right, because Marsha turned her into a rabbit. Masha. Whatever. And the next thing you see is her showing up at her mom's house, and 
the her roommate Masha's roommate's house, uh, and where she's supposed to have dinner with her mom. And she's like, "Hi, I'm Masha, and you're Rachel's, you know, roommate." And uh, she was like, "Is Masha here?" And she's like, "No, she's not here yet." You don't want me to tell her that you stopped by or something like that? And she's like, oh, I don't think you understand. She invited me to dinner tonight because she didn't want to spend Christmas alone by myself. Mm-hmm. So, and she's like, oh, okay. And she reluctantly lets her in. Masha's got this big package and she's like carrying it. And she gets into a tiff like with the mom because the mom's asking too many questions. Mm-hmm. And they, she kind of like cuts her off real rudely. Mm-hmm. Masha does and uh, then she's like look I got you a gift open it and the mom's like where's my daughter and she's like open the gift you bitch kind of like <laughs> attitude and she's like where's my fucking daughter you know like cause she knows something's wrong right and so then Masha opens up the thing and it's a bunny inside and she was like you know what its name is I Rachel. named it Rachel Rachel after your daughter because it's your daughter like, and it's like, what? Like, you and don't then, believe her at first. And then she breaks the rabbit's neck. Yeah. Like, there's this thing back and forth between the mom, which I really liked. Mm-hmm. And she's like holding a knife to Masha. And she's like, where's my fucking daughter? And she's like, oh, you don't like the gift? Okay. Well, snaps its neck, grabs it out of the box and holds it under the table. She's like, guess what? Your fucking daughter's dead under the table now. And she's like, what? And she looks and her neck is twisted. Right, yeah. And Rachel's underneath there, not her. Right. Rabbit. And it's like, and she's like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> so then the mom runs and goes into the basement. And this is the really cool scene that I liked is she's like in the, in the basement, freaking out, holding the knife, trying to prevent her Masha from coming down. And Masha's banging on the door and she hears something in the background, like some noises. And like, you see the this old witch kind of creeping around behind the shelves and stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't even know how they did it. It looked really cool, though. Mm-hmm. And she is up in the corner of the fucking basement room, stabbing herself in the corner. And, right. and the mom's like, what the fuck is happening? I was like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, is that her? Like, is she watching herself stab herself? I was like, I was why like, is she fuck? stabbing? Why is the witch stabbing herself? But then you realize that this is Masha. It was the mom. Masha is doing this. Yeah. She's projecting that woman into the room right. to scare her. And then the mom becomes so entranced, she starts stabbing herself mm-hmm. until she guts herself. Which is awesome. I was like, hell yeah. And then the doorbell fucking rings and it's the boyfriend of Rachel. Mm -hmm. She ties him to the bed and is like, I'm going to fuck the ever living shit out of you. (laughs) And she takes off his. His boxers, she makes them levitate, and then she takes off his boxers you're, with you're her mind. You're saying she takes it off, yeah, but it's with her mind powers. Yeah, I, that's what I said. She takes off his boxers with her mind powers. Yeah. And then you get to see a dick. It was great. Dude, I don't know how they did it, but like his dick literally comes <laughs> out of the fucking the pants, and I was just like, wow, go you, you know? <laughs> Uh, and then the doorbell rings again. Again, and she's like, man, just when it was getting good. And he's like levitating there going, oh, oh, with this dick hanging out. <laughs> I've never seen that in a movie funny. before. And then, yeah, it was a funny moment, too. Like, they made that a funny moment in the movie. It was intentionally supposed to be a funny moment. And 
this is when she answers the door and it's fucking Dustin. And he straight out fucking decks her. <laughs> and she fucking, it breaks her nose instantly. Mm-hmm. And then he, I think he hits her again even. And then yeah. he grabs some gas, pours it on her, and lights her on fire. And then metal music kicks in and it's like, she screeches in a certain way mm-hmm. that it was really different. And like, you, you could tell they used lights down below and then put the fire on the screen so it looked like she was on fire. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. It just like kind of looked cool. And the way she screamed was really freaky. And mm-hmm. But yeah, she gets burned. She wakes up in a bed surrounded by other witches. And she's all fucked up. She's got like burned face. Her face is melting off. Yeah, she's got like cysts, like pus packet cysts all over her face. Mm-hmm. And like she's like, I need to go to a hospital. And they're like, silly girl. Hospitals are for normal people. You're not normal. <laughs> nice witch witch. <laughs> you know. Well, they're they're doing that. There's like a blind witch. There's like these other witches that are making all these crazy faces and stuff. And then she's like panicking and then, then they all look to a curtain and you see this like I don't know what it is, a demon? I don't know. Queen witch? <laughs> That's what they say. But she comes out and she's like all in like completely black, like mm-hmm. black as night comes out naked. Mm-hmm. She's walks across the room with long fingernails and says, I am the true queen. Worship me. And then the girl in the bed like screams and then pukes and then smiles with white eyes into the camera <laughs> and credits. Right. And I was like, yeah! <laughs> I don't know what it was. but That's that was how the, the witch should have ended. The sequence of events. Yeah, well, the witch doesn't even do anything. They start floating. Yeah, that's Whoop it. Whoop-de-fucking-do. There was do. no dick. There was no... <laughs> there was no stabbing of women. No, like, there was no blood. Like, yeah, it was just fuck. nude women floating. Yeah. Ooh, um, scary. <laughs> <laughs> Credits. <laughs> But they do have an epilogue situation there, right? Isn't that what it is? Or? Oh, no, that was the epilogue when... Uh, oh, that's right. You're right. Because when it goes to the boyfriend, yeah. that's when it epilogues. Yeah. Then they have this extra part where... After the credits. The first chapter, the Sarah girl who went crazy and had her baby eaten. And they said she was missing. Yeah. She's sitting in like a psych ward or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the doctor's like, what happened to your baby? And she's like, they ate it. <laughs> they- <laughs> Look at my finger. Look at my finger. Look at my finger. <laughs> Look at my finger. Look at my finger. <laughs> That's funny. And then she like all of a sudden says she ate it. The lights go out. She disappears when the lights come back on. And the doctor's like, Sarah. And she's like, <laughs> She's like, what are you doing? And she's like, I'm so sorry. She is the witch now, bitch. She's like, I'm. what are you sorry about? And then you see this witch come around the corner. It's creepy. Mm-hmm. And then her eyes are gigantic. And it's like this witch with like big eyes and a big mouth gaping open. And it's just like, then it's credits. So I don't know. I really like that. Mm-hmm. I thought it was all cool. Like, right. you know, obviously it's an indie indie film, but. But it was well done. Yeah, I really liked it. I thought that, that was just a really awesome string of events there. So, mm-hmm. but um, but yeah, that's kind of our quick breakdown of that. I, I had to go through that because I was just blown away by parts of that there. 
I was just like, holy shit, what the fuck? And there's so much more that happens in the movie, too. Mm-hmm. You don't get to see it all. I mean, we didn't go over all of it. Um, there's um, another movie that we watched, though, that's a little bit on the mainstream side. Very mainstream. <laughs> yeah. This was a 90s classic that uh, came out during the whole teen craze. You know, teen horror movies where it was. Scream? Scream came out in 98. 96. Christina. Oh, same year. Same year. Okay. But anyway, yes, there was a lot of teen movies that came out around this in the nineties. Okay. And, uh, you know, they have a lot of the, a lot of the same similarities to it, but this one's one that stood out. That stood out. Yeah. Anyway, Christina did the work on, uh, this. So can you go ahead and explain all of it? All right. We got the craft. It's about a newcomer comes to a Catholic prep high school and falls in with the trio of outcast teenage girls who practice witchcraft, and they all soon conjure up various spells and, and curses against those who anger them. <laughs> sounds so stupid. It does. <laughs> it sounds so, like, not what it, the movie... Really, yeah. It sounds better not Summon that way. Up. Yeah. Uh, the tagline is, Welcome to the Witching Hour. Nice. Yep. Uh, this is directed by Andrew Fleming. He did the Emily in Paris TV show, he directed Hamlet 2 from 2008. Oh, wow. He did that Nancy Drew movie from 2007. And he also did that Dick movie from 1999, the one with Kristen Dirtz and uh, Michelle something. Mm. The story was written by Peter Filardi. He wrote Flatliners from 1990. Oh, okay. Uh, Chapel Wait from 2021. He also wrote the Salem Lot miniseries from 2004. Hmm. Okay. So yeah. he's got a pretty good record. Yeah. Um, and then we have a starring Robin Tunney, who plays Sarah. She was in Empire Records from 1995. With and- a shaved head, by the way. Yep. Uh, End of Days from 1999. I forgot she was in Sino Man from 1992. Oh, yeah. Uh, more recently, she was in a movie called Horse Girl from 2020. Yeah, that didn't do real well, but some people like. Well, I... there was a pandemic. Yeah, that's true. Um, we also have Feruza Bulk, who plays Nancy. Uh, she was in Return from Oz from 1985. Return to Oz. Return to Oz from 1985. Uh, American History X from 1998. I forgot she was in The Water Boy, also from 1998, and Almost Famous from 2020. From 2020, that's not in 2020. I had it to must be wrong. 2002. Yeah, it was 2002. Almost she was in Almost Famous from 2002. Okay, yeah, which is funny because when she did American History X, I was like, ah, oh, yeah, no, don't ruin it. <laughs> kind of showed her range as an actress right she definitely That's is why. she did a good job in that role but it just kind of ruins that a lot of guys and a lot of people of all genders really liked her you know what i mean like if you didn't like her you wanted to be with like like her or something mm-hmm. you know back then like she was like cool mm-hmm. anyway we have uh nev nev campbell who plays bonnie you know she was in all the screen movies Wild Things from 1998. <laughs> she was in a season of House of Cards, and she got her start on Party of Five, another famous, like, um, CW show from the 90s. Nice. Uh, we also have uh, Rachel True, who plays Rochelle. 
Uh, she was in Half Bake right. from 1998. Yep. She more recently was in Horror Noir from 2021. Documentary. Actually, no, it was an anthology. Right, but it's she was she was basically talking about her role as the in the craft and how she was like oh that because there's some controversy with this movie and her right right uh but she got her start on the Cosby Show right which was like a long time ago uh the budget for this movie was fifteen million dollars and Alex what do you think of the craft that's a pretty good budget for this one I think for the yeah. most part um. This is pretty much a 90s classic, in my opinion. You know, this is a, a movie that some people, you know, like or dislike. I, I think if you rewatch it again, it, it definitely does offer quite a bit. And it's got a soundtrack to match it. You know, it's straight mm -hmm. up in the middle of the 90s. Mm -hmm. uh, some stuff that you, wasn't real popular tracks necessarily, but the bands were popular. I am the sun. They didn't even have that on the soundtrack, by the way. Right. They do the I am the sun, I am the moon um, Morrissey track. Right. Which, which was also. Uh, speaking in of Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> the song was also in Charmed. Which is crazy to me that that guy. Anyway, I grew up listening to Morrissey a lot. He's uh, a piece of shit. <laughs> he wrote good music. Um, but anyway, this is definitely one of the good parts of the 90s that I remember. I know some people are over this movie, but rewatching it for me was really fun. And it, and it was actually kind of nostalgic for me in a good way. Just out of my high school years, you know, when this came out. But had this been in my senior year, I would have loved it just as much, if not more. I mean, it, it was for one I was pretty much the alt crowd growing up in high school and then mm -hmm. later on even more so listening to all that music from the 80s and 90s like that. So it just sort of works. You got the classic teens in school thing that I mentioned that I really liked and uh, the douchebags in those types of movies were always the extra douchiest, like rapey kind. <laughs> Did you notice that? Right, yeah. In the 90s, they were always like going way too far. Right. Um, But... I don't know. It's just a cool story with a lot of actresses that really fucking nailed it for the time. Um, all of them, I think, pulled their own weight in their own way. And they all kind of have this sort of Heather's appeal to them in a way. Mm -hmm. um, that whole I don't want to say it's like uh, what's his name? Did 16 Candles, but the crap, you know, right. witchy. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, a lot of a lot of, of TV shows and stuff borrowed from this mm -hmm. uh formula so to speak and and you know made the charming show you know which was charms charms sorry yeah. which was a total rip off of it but not nearly as good right. in my opinion but a lot of people did like that show yeah it was a good show um but i don't know you know feruza bulk's really great in this movie i had to crush on her when this came out of course i was like did. I was like, holy shit, that's that's my dream girl, you know. Yeah, she might go crazy and kill you. <laughs> right. Well, that, I liked crazy girls at the time, so I was just like, oh, you know, it's just. That's just a part of it. Yeah, it's just a part of it, you know. That's what love does to you, honey. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. I really liked the, some of the effects that they did in this. I thought the story was really cool. I like the, uh, I lo always like the stories and then, you know, where the, the new kid comes to school and meets all these people. Cause you kind of get like a, a dose of how school was back then. Although it's always a little dated because like everything we saw in the nineties is going to feel a little bit more like the eighties to whoever wrote it. Right. Mm -hmm. But yeah, for the most part, I just think it flowed really well. There's some really funny parts in it. There's some fucked up parts in it. 
some bitchy girls, some bitches of Eastwick. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like it though. I still think it's an eight out of ten. Mm-hmm. Uh, solid eight out of ten, maybe even an eight point five. Uh, I would watch it again. Have no problem watching it again. Uh, it some guys whine and complain about it being too much of a girl film, but I thought it was fun. Yeah, it is a good movie. What about you? Yeah. Yeah, I really liked it, and it is a really nostalgic movie for me. Yeah. Because I remember when I was 16, and we went and tried to watch it in the theater, and they wouldn't let us sing because we didn't have our IDs. Really? But it was like a P, isn't it like PG-13? And I remember us being pissed, and we like knocked over the fucking, like one of the stands and shit, and we were like, fuck you, United Artists Theater. But they're not, <laughs> they're not even around anymore, see? If they wouldn't let us. They should have let us watch that fucking movie, and then maybe they'd still be in business. You're like, I'm Faruza Balk. I'm crazy. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But this is a classic, classic, classic movie. Yeah. It's, it's great. I, I love it. I still love it. It's like a classic movie about girls finding themselves. So you really don't see movies and like it either. That's the other no, thing. No, you really don't. And then just the female dynamic, even though they kind of turn against each other. Right. But Female uh, empowerment like, you're talking about? Not empowerment, just it's it's the like the female dynamic between the relationship of the friends oh, okay. and how they did. They didn't want to take her in and then they ended up taking her in because they saw something about her like that kind of shit. And yes, you probably would compare this to Heather's. But I mean, it, it's nice. You don't have like a main male character to distract you the only main male character in this like is just like ski you know the the fucking annoying, the annoying kid who won't shut the fuck up you know yeah who was in scream later on oh right? yeah he was in scream too so isn't it dave campbell yeah. which i also i think that's kind of funny it's all those teens you know what i mean she yeah, seemed a little softer in this movie oh but, yeah but you know she was supposed to be until she gets her scar or whoops but she's supposed to be for for some reason. Everybody has seen that that scene. I know where she's I, on the ironing board. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, don't talk about it because there may be people that haven't seen it. Okay, sorry, but yes, okay, and everyone's acting's really good, and I just like the story is really good. I mean, it's not like scary or anything. I don't even know. This is a horror. It's just movie? an entertaining movie. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, I guess it is. Uh, anything that okay here, Supernatural. can i say something really quick because this has been a topic again that's popped up again it always pops up every couple of months is this horror oh you know what it it's is. like is it if everything was supposed to be if if horror only meant that the movie scared you uh <clears throat> i got news for you guys i got a whole wall of movies that don't scare me anymore but they're still fucking horror <laughs> if they have elements of horror of occult or you know. Yeah, and it does, and I think the scariest part, one of the scariest parts, I'm not spoiling it's anything. It's like fantasy. Like when all the, the dead sharks were on the beach. Right. That's kind of scary. Yeah. Could you imagine that happening? Oh, my God. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, 9 out of 10. Thank you for buying this for us. I yeah. love this movie. I'm glad we have it in 4K. Yeah, thank you, Ryan. So, yeah, you really like this one. I do. I really like this one. This one I wasn't really anticipating as much, and then when I started, I told Christine, I was like, Oh, I'm really glad we're watching this. Like, yeah, I, I'm, I was like, I, oh, this is good. It is. And there's just something about how they wrote it and how it was performed and everything. And just, put together. It just kind of feels like it pops off. And it's a, it's a fun movie to watch that you don't have to commit, like, your entire brain to. But just kind of like, it takes you on a ride. It's just mm-hmm. a fun little film. So. Exactly. But, um, yeah. So, 8.5 out of 9 or out ten. of 10. Yeah. <laughs> 
So eight point five between the two of us. Mm-hmm. I would say eight eight point five for me. Yeah. So okay. Uh, we do have some trivia on this. Uh, there's some interesting stuff. I didn't really do any of the extras on the disc because I didn't really have time for it. Mm-hmm. So I just kind of did some research online to kind of find some stuff to see what I could find. There is a couple of things that uh, people have talked about with this movie, in particular with the the black actress in the movie that had a lot of issues while she was shooting this film. They treated her differently, et cetera. She also wasn't very part of the um, advertising campaign and stuff that we'll oh talk gosh. about a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but other stuff, too, that is just kind of quirky and different things. So if you don't want anything spoiled, here's your warning. Um, also, we got timestamps down below. So if you want to skip to the end and see what we're talking about next week, we'll have it there. While researching the craft, Feruza Balk actually became familiar with Panpipe's magical marketplace in Hollywood, which eventually she bought the store and continued to operate it until 2001 when she sold it to Jaime Darling and Vicky Adams, whom she had bought it, brought in as managers after her own purchase in 1995. So she got so into this movie in this role, she ended up buying it. And I think she's still like making candles or she owns a candle factory or something. Yeah, I didn't look into that. that. Oh, yeah, because she she was on a one of those reality ghost shows where she thought the, the, the building. Sorry, I'm just remembering this. Please share. Um, the, the building she was making the candles in was haunted. <laughs> So they brought in a psychic. So she really believes in it. So, yeah, yeah. So she brought in a psychic so they could work out with the ghost, like who the ghost was in the building. Really? Yeah. I totally forgot about that. interesting to talk to her. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because she's kind of like taking a step back and she seems like maybe the, the big screen was not so much for her, but in right. some ways she liked it. And, right. You know. It's probably, it's always the politics, man. Maybe, yeah. All the... political bullshit with creative stuff she was kind of a rebel rouser back in the day too she like caused a wave and she got away with a lot of stuff while filming this apparently oh so um apparently there was an official website of the film uh an official website of the film said the crew had to return to location a second time to complete filming Interrupted by several weird occurrences that even caused witch consultant Pat Devon to raise an eyebrow. As the fog rolled in at midnight, the four actresses used actual Wiccan rites and language to invoke powerful forces. Then as Feruza Balk's character, Nancy, attempts to invoke the deity Manon, a flock of bats hovered over the set and the tide rose dramatically, extinguishing the circle of candles. And the witchcraft consultant, Devin, recalls that the Manon, a fictitious creation for the film, sounds very close to Manonin, which is a Gaelic god Mm -hmm. of the sea. So when the tide came in, yeah, she said, luckily, we weren't all swept into the sea. (laughs) (laughs) But the director, Andrew Fleming, is quoted as saying, every time the girls started the ceremony, the only and, and only when they would start the ceremony, the waves would start coming up. Oh, my God. He said, like, tremendously at that. Mm -hmm. But, you know, this is all, you know, he said when Nancy said her line, man, and fill me right at that exact moment, we lost power (laughs) on the set. Oh, my gosh. So all the lights went out. Right. That's crazy. That is crazy. They always say stuff like that, though. But, 
it's yeah, interesting. It's right. Yeah, it's interesting, but is it true? Right, because yeah. you know they want to spice it up, but you never know. Yeah. The uh, text of the book uh, that they use in the movie, Invocation of the Spirit that Nancy reads from in the magic shop, comes from The Book of Ceremonial Magic by Arthur Edward Waite, a well-known occultist mm-hmm. book that you can actually pick up. But the book does discuss inv- invocation of spirits although it's not the focus of the entire book as implied in the film. So Mm -hmm. Uh, also in 2017, Andrew Fleming stated that charmed 1998 Mm -hmm. ripped off this film. Obviously a hundred percent. Yeah. He said that he wrote a pilot based on the movie for Fox in which Warner brothers was also strongly interested in and that it was his idea to have how soon is now as its title theme. The pilot was not picked up for the following year. Charm premiered. So that happens a lot. Yeah. So they changed things around a little Mm -hmm. bit. And furthermore, Robin Tooney stated that the ripoff was completely obvious to the point that people would think I was on Charm for years afterwards. (laughs) Oh, poor guy. (laughs) So uh, I thought that was really interesting. Another movie that uh, a lot of people compare this to um, or that you know, came out after the craft was the 2012 movie sci-fi movie called Chronicle, Mm -hmm. which I always think it's kind of like the craft meets Akira. Okay. Because it's a, it's a often thought of as the male version of the story because they get powers. Yeah. And then one of them goes crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So there's like three teens gain telekinetic powers from a crystal and they get revenge on the oppressors with horrifying results. Mm -hmm. So, and there's one that, you know, mm-hmm. I like that movie. I don't know why people hate it, but I like it. There was the shots of Nancy being covered in bugs. Oh, that's right. Okay. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. They were they were the created end. by creating a, a like a, a wrapping of a life cast of Feruza Balk's head and her torso in a green screen in a green screen material. And the bugs were filmed crawling all over the casting and then digitally composited on top Smart. of a live action plate of bulk. So she didn't have to actually have bugs on her. I mean, back in the day, if it would have been a little bit earlier. Oh, yeah, she would have. She would have had to. Yeah. <laughs> Although they might have been fake, most of them, you know. Mm-hmm. But years later, uh, Rachel True opened up about how she was often ignored by the promotional uh, materials. Mm-hmm. Rachel True being the. Rochelle, yeah. Rochelle, yeah. Um, despite being one of the film's leads, she was forgotten by press junkets until one of her co-stars phoned the studio to get them to include her. Oh my God. Yeah. She was also the only one of the four actresses to not be invited to the MTV movie awards. Oh my God. What the fuck? Which I believe she talks about in the, uh, the documentary on shutter, the noir, the film or horror noir. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, so I mean, that shit was real. You know what I mean? Like, why would you just exclude one of the four witches? Right. She had a pretty big part she in that had a movie. Really big part, like, yeah. I don't know why it wasn't like she was not a part of the movie. Mm-hmm. Like, it didn't feel like she was distant or anything. Kind of how they treated um, the one kid from Stranger Things, the pizza guy. Right, right. Yeah. You know, like they treated him kind of funky too. Yeah. Like, like well, you don't belong I mean, here. He was in the last se- you know, he was in one season. You Dude, know? he's very much a part of the whole fucking crew but, now. Yeah. Now he is. You know what I mean though. It's yeah. like But that's why it's cuz people especially the season was just coming out, they hadn't seen the new season yet. I don't so care, but I mean, it. it's not comparable because this was the first movie. So they should have yeah, included yeah, it anyway. Yeah, no, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. 
Uh, remember I mentioned that she, you know, Feruza Balk was kind of rebellious and yeah. she would get into trouble a lot of the times. Rachel True was warned by her management not to associate with her. Really? Jesus. Which is kind of weird. Um, but she, she said she was caught behaving the same way she could potentially be dropped from the film. Yeah. Okay, but, but not her. Not, not Feruza. She had more likely to get away with that kind of behavior because she was white. Oh, supposedly. Yeah. I mean, this is just stuff, you Even, know, but see, they, they t- that's the kind of shit that happened behind the scenes, which is weird because they touch upon that shit in the movie. Yeah. You know, like, what? well, the fuck? you know, the thing is, is that Hollywood is oftentimes a hypocrite. Put, they're hypocrites. Yeah. yeah. So there was the levitation scene. You remember that? Yeah, that was a good scene. They did that with like a pole or something. Mm hmm. Uh, when Rochelle falls back down to the floor, Rachel True ad-libbed the line, you got to try this. Oh, it was Which ad-libbed. is a great That's, line. Yeah, it was a good line. I'm glad they Because it makes it. it like really fun and amped up. Yeah. It really added to that scene. Yeah. Um, apparently, Katy Perry's a huge fan of this movie. That She actually wrote a song about it what called song? The Dark Horse. Called Dark Horse. I love that. No, that... Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah, okay, I hear It's I hear from it. her album Prison, no, lo- it's inspired by the craft. I love I love that song, but yeah. I don't like Carrie Perry, mm-mm, nope. Well, I'm just saying, <laughs> I don't care, I you don't know, like it. I'm not a fan or anything. You know what's funny is, is Katy, that song, Katy Perry got sued and she had to pay like multi-million dollars because she ripped off the beat from somebody else. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. But the words are hers, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, no. There was a scene where they invoke the spirit on the beach, what we were talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. They each carry an animal that represents themselves or, or their wants. And Rochelle carries a clownfish. Uh, her passion is diving, which she can't enjoy as long as Laura Lizzie is there bullying her. Mm-hmm. Bonnie carries a butterfly. It represents the beauty and adoration she's longed for after being ignored or seen as a monster. Sarah carries a lovebird representation of her desire for Chris. Mm-hmm. Nancy carries a snake, symbolic of her rebirth, transformation, and immortality. As Nancy wanted a better life for herself and her mother, as well as her power and leadership for herself. Mm-hmm. Just to go a little deeper into it. Dang. Yeah. Uh, there was a major, and this is the last one, major dramatic scene that was cut. In post-production, where Sarah feels that Nancy has completely lost her mind and suggests to the others that they cast a binding spell on her, the same one that Sarah eventually does. Mm-hmm. Oh, but they do it together? Yeah. Oh. Nancy finds out about this and verbally attacks all of them, scaring Sarah off. And this would also confirm that Rochelle is the only black girl in the school and is shunned by them for, the, for that reason. Jesus. Andrew Fleming loved the scene but he felt it diluted the power of the one later in the bathroom where the girls properly turn on Sarah. And he also felt it seemed unrealistic that Bonnie and Rochelle would stay friends with Nancy after being attacked like that. Right. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, there are some scenes obviously that we could talk about. I'm sure you have plenty. I'll let you go first. Oh, well, the first scene I really like is when she's, it's like the first time she's hanging out with the girls because. Um, oh, you, you mean when she goes to the football the practice? Fo- the football practice okay. and they lure her away from the football pla- practice by making fun of her. The back and forth there is really good. Yeah. Yeah. So they go downtown and they go to the spiritual store 
and they're stealing shit. You know what you do. Yeah, cover for and, us. Yeah, I got a five figure discount. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh my god! Did she call the other girl gay too at one point? I think so. Yeah. What was it? There was like something like I don't know. Uh, there and was the, like a, a a nude statue or something. I can't like remember. A little thing. Anyway, so then they're walking down the street, and then well, earlier when. She first moved into the house. There was a guy there with snakes. He's like, go check out my snakes. Go check out my snakes. So he automatically appears in town and starts running after again. Oh, that's right. Yeah, the the homeless guy. Yeah, the homeless guy with the snakes. And he runs across the street. And of course, he gets hit by a car. And they all wanted it to happen. They're all, oh, we made that happen. We all wanted it to happen. It wasn't because he was just standing in the middle of the street. (laughs) It wasn't because he was just running into oncoming traffic. It was because we wanted it to happen. Well, maybe he wasn't. Maybe the, the car wasn't steered into him. We don't know. <laughs> it was know, I one just, of those I thought side that was things. Fun. I thought it was funny. Like, that was how they 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 decided to descend into witchcraft together is because a guy got hit by a car. Yeah, there was a, there was <laughs> a, was a the similar scene like that in Chronicle. Right, there was. Except it divides them. It doesn't bring them together. Yeah, be, yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, we exactly. just killed somebody. Oh, I oh, love you too. Well, he's homeless, so yeah. you know. Fuck him! <laughs> what a piece of trash! Oh he's not even human. Oh my gosh! <laughs> he threw a snake at me. He deserves to We're die. We're just joking. Yeah, we, we totally. We are. have a like a. <laughs> Sounds like it's our next door our app. Our next door app. There's just, <laughs> oh my god, these people. They're like some little girl came up to us asking us for cupcakes. I shot her in the chest and kicked her body into the bushes. And I was like, get it home. Get it home, home, you stupid girl. bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's how they are, dude. And everybody's like, yeah, you tell her, you know. Did you use double buckshot? I mean, there's there's one big scene that I really, really like. And what's that? The whole, it's way later, though. Oh, okay. But I do like the song when they put the I am the sun. Oh, when they were going I to the, am the air. They were headed Just, to the beach. Yeah, it's like Yeah. That was good place. It totally reminds me of like the Lost Boys or something. Like that's the Yeah. That's the song that this song this movie kinda Too bad they don't have a saxophone player. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> and yeah, a lot of the dialogue was classic, like when they were on the bus and they got they, oh, they, the they had Portishead. They didn't put that in the uh, album. In the, oh, they didn't either? The original soundtrack, uh, the CD either. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, Portishead was in there because they were... That's right. When she goes to seduce Chris... Uh, or no, 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 I'm sorry. She wishes for Chris to love him, and he's like going insane trying to love her, and he tries to rape her. They have that Portishead song right. playing. Give me a reason to love you. Right. Make me. Oh, we got it. It's cool. We're good. I'm I'm surprised you never knew Portishead. I didn't know Portishead. I listened. I had all the albums. Okay. I was going to say, well, she only had, they only had like two. What, two? But I had them. And then like an EP that was really popular. Jesus Christ. Well, I was really into their stuff. It was like trip hop, wasn't it? Yeah, it's trip hop. Yeah. Trip hop was big in the 90s. Boring. I was a raver. Uh, well, I like I like hardcore metal and fucking punk music as well. So. I know I'm just teasing. I, and Morrissey. Calm so the fuck, fuck off. Down. <laughs> that was the thing. Like I don't know what it was, guys, but when I was younger, I felt like a fake because I liked so much music. I like music from so many different genres. And back then, you, you only to. listened to one genre. That's not true. Because remember, then they would start coming out with like the Spawn 
like soundtrack where they would start meshing different right. genres. I'm just together. saying that like mostly though, people would be like, you know, if you strayed outside of your own genre and you dressed a certain way, you know what I mean? I would be the guy who would dress up and go to a fucking like a punk show or a fucking hardcore show in my outfit and then go to a rave that night after the show. Right. That was me too, but I would be all gothed up and going to the rave. Right. I didn't care. I just, just went as I was. So right. I would have like a hardcore shirt on and people like, what are you wearing? See, but I didn't, I didn't get, I, that wasn't my experience. I don't know. It's just when I was a kid, I had a, like a dilemma. Like I felt like I wasn't allowed to listen to other stuff because I liked so many different things. And I was listening to Nitsareb, Morrissey, U2, fucking, uh, I was also listening to metal, like a lot of metal bands, like Iron Maiden and fucking, I don't know, just everything. Mm -hmm. Like I, I, I listen to everything. They might be giants. <laughs> I mean, fuck. Suzanne Vega, like <laughs> I don't know Nirvana, you know Nine Inch Nails, right? I don't know, just a bunch of stuff. So it was weird, you know. And I listened to hip hop and shit too, mm -hmm. which you know was kind of big in those days too. Cause yeah, nineties hip hop. Fuck, dude, that's like the best fucking hip hop. Yeah, it is. Like fuck all the shit we hear today. Like that, that was the shit. <laughs> They're like, you're old, dude. <laughs> but anyway. One of my favorite scenes is where she gets almost raped by Chris, who is Skeet Ulrich. Of course, that's your favorite scene. No, I'm just kidding. No, yeah, I'm no. Kidding. Whoa. I'm kidding. I know what you mean. <laughs> anyway, Nancy hears about it and she tricks Chris by changing her appearance to she, look like. She does glamour magic. Yeah, she yeah. does Sarah. She puts on a Sarah suit and then tries to. And then when Sarah shows up, She's like, um, hello. And she's like, ha, 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 ha. And then he, he's like, get the fuck off me. And then she freaks out and she's like, look, I'm sorry. You know, I'm sorry. And she's like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> she's freaking out and then blows him out the window. And uh -huh. then he goes rolling off the roof onto yeah. the ground. And he dies. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was so cool, yeah. dude. Just I, when she drags her toes... Oh, yeah, when she's, like, floating. When she's, like, yeah. levitating and drags and her, her witch, toes. Her witch shoes. Dude, that was so cool. I was yeah. like, oh, fuck. Like, yeah, she's, she's getting real. She was such, she was so good in this role. Like, even more towards the end. I like how they killed him, too. Because she gets really dark there. She's like, you are nothing. Yeah, yeah. Like, you are she's absolute really shit. And it's like, oof. Which, it's not true, because she's madly in love with him. Mm-hmm. Nah, she's just pissed because he didn't want to have anything to do with her. You know? Oh, yeah, I guess you're right. Kind of makes yeah. people want. Yeah. What else? Oh, I love the scene where the girl loses her hair. Oh, yeah, her and she's hair in the shower and she's crying. She's crying. And then, then you can tell Rochelle's like starting to feel bad. Right. Even though she really didn't have to, but she kind of backed off. I, I Later, she goes to her and she's like, hey, Rochelle, how are you doing? <laughs> and she's like... Why do you fucking care? You know, like, like right. she's really concerned because no one wants to pay attention to her anymore. Right. And it's like, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of interesting how, like, that's when I learned about, like, the threefold thing. Oh, the threefold rule. Yeah, rule with where witchcraft. Everything comes, yeah, everything's, well, it's a Wicca. 
thing where right. everything comes back whatever you do will come back to threefold you. yeah yeah and that's when i there was like the witchcraft books and everything that you read about that kind of stuff it was like you better be careful oh, don't mess oh, with dark you don't magic wanna, blah 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 it's like what that's not true that's why all them dark, the Wicca. the dark the witches are all like have one eye and shit like <laughs> royal toil and bubble <laughs> Boil, broil. Royal toil and bubble. I don't remember what it is. <laughs> Fuck if I know. That's funny. some fucking like Shakespeare shit, right? Or right. What is it? A fellow? Or I can't even witches, remember. He had witches in his fucking plays and shit, but I don't remember. Oh, Midsummer Night's Dream. Weren't there three witches? No. Well, they, I'm trying to think. I can't remember which one. I it can't was. remember either. Oh, oh, Shakespeare hurts my head. I haven't read stuff like that in a while. Mm-hmm. Um. But anyway, yeah. What is another scene that you liked? So he, at the end when she goes home and uh she's like getting creeped out and uh there's messages on the machine from the girls. Oh, where her family her. went on a trip. And then yeah, it's saying her family went on a trip and then the TV turns out and then they died in a plane crash. Yeah, she's pissed. Yeah, and and when Na- when they come in and Nancy was like you're going to die tonight and then just shit starts going crazy, you know? Right. Doesn't she get in a fight with her like beforehand and then falls on yeah. the ground and then invokes the spirit of Manon? Yeah. She's like, oh, yeah, because she goes to the the the, the good witch. Yeah, the spirit at the spiritual store and they go in the back room. Right. She shows her like her pentagram and stuff. Yeah. Oh, your mom was a witch. Yeah. Oh, OK. I guess that means I'm a witch, too. She's already with you right now. And you're a very powerful one. Right. And then doesn't Nancy show up in the mirror or something at the spiritual store and then she gets freaked out and she runs out? Something like that, yeah. Something like that. And then she goes home. She breaks the mirror. Yeah, she breaks the mirror and then she goes home and then all that stuff starts happening. Right. And that's when, uh, like, Nancy goes upstairs. Yeah, because she came out of the mirror. And then that's when she had the roaches and snakes. She the snakes' the fingers. Then she started using like they had the a mind, lot. Those yeah, are real the ones mind too. Power, like the mind powers again. Yeah, because she goes and hides in the in the bathtub, and mm-hmm. and Nancy opens the door and is like, "Ah, you fell for that!" And she's like, "What the fuck?" Right, but that whole scene, that whole end scene with them two fighting was like fucking crazy and just like. All over the place. That's as crazy as two witches. <laughs> two bitches. Two bitches. <laughs> two bitches. <laughs> bitches be crazy. Bitches be crazy. I also like, like the dialogue in this movie is great. It really is because even when Nancy was saying, she's like, I know I'm a little crazy. She sounded like the Joker or I guess the Joker <laughs> sounds like her, you know? Yeah. You don't know how to take her. You like just hope she doesn't fly off the handle. Yeah, but she does, and <laughs> and then you know, she, then fucking, what's her name binds her and shit. I, I forget how she how it ends now for some reason. My brain's like, I know me, me too. Oh, there was something with a blade and a dresser, and then oh, sorry, I didn't write it down. I just remember the two girls coming back, and they're like, "Do you still have your powers?" Yeah, because then Nancy ended up in the. Asylum. That's what it was. Nancy yeah. ended up at the asylum and she was yelling and screaming for that she had all the powers and stuff. And yeah, the girls came back and, and then, uh, what's her name? She summoned the storm to get the girls to go away. Right. She one powerful witch. And the moral of the story is don't trust anybody. Is Everyone's it? your em- enemy. Everyone's out to trying to kill you. A little bit of power is, is intoxicating. 
And then yeah. with great power comes great responsibility. Oh. <laughs> That's the Always ultimate back message. To fucking Marvel. But that's the ultimate message, isn't it not? Is that not the lesson? That with great respons with great power comes great responsibility. Yeah, I guess. Because she needed to be the responsible one. Yeah. She didn't need ulterior motives and Right. She had to test the waters and then when stuff people started dying, then it was time to quit. Okay, maybe that's the moral of the story. It, everything's okay to do until people start dying. Yeah, don't be a then selfish piece to, of shit, maybe. You need to stop. Yeah, that's the, the message. Don't be a selfish piece of shit. <laughs> do unto those who you'd want to do unto you, whatever the fuck it <laughs> Until is. Until somebody gets hurt. Right. <laughs> Although it would be tempting. I know when I was a kid, I always thought like I would want to be invincible because then I could get into a fight with anybody and they would just try to punch me. Oh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. And I could just laugh at them. <laughs> like, what are you doing? And then no one would try to fight you ever. So Right. Or they would, or they would be like encouraged to try to kill me in different ways, but and then I would find out that only a wish can kill me. Ah, oh, that's my ah. weakness is wishes. <laughs> Some kid at a birthday yeah, is that, like that. Doesn't sound like a six year old. <laughs> <laughs> that's my nemesis. He's a six year old. <laughs> Tony, you piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it was really good to watch this. So thank you very, very much, Ryan. Very cool. I th I really enjoyed watching both of these. This was a really good week. So yeah, it was. Um, it was a good week to come back on. We are going to be back next week. We're going to be watching a couple of new movies. I'm not a hundred percent sure. So mm, I don't know. Come back to social media. Yeah, check on Thursday and see if if we're going to do these. But um, for now, tentatively, we were thinking about doing the movie Countdown, which we did a YouTube video of. Uh, but I thought it'd be fun to kind of do like a whole episode to kind of like break down what we liked about it or didn't like about it. Okay. Because it's kind of so bad it's good. Mm -hmm. It's one of those like rule set horror movies that, you know. You have to follow certain rules within a certain amount of days. I got and, this app. This app yeah. is going to kill you because it's going to count down. And that's a that's a movie that uh, random viewer Dustin gave us. Oh, okay. And then Ryan gave us another movie called um, The Burbs. So I thought, oh, wow. you know, we haven't watched either of those in a while. Long time. And might be kind of fun to, to kind of go over those. But, you know, we are going to do this eventually at some point. So just hang tight. But we may change our mind. So we'll check back on Thursday. We'll post what we are definitely watching on Thursday morning. Mm -hmm. Ish. Thursday afternoon. Ish, I remember. Yeah. <laughs> so, but thank you guys so much for coming by and then listening to the every episode or this episode. If you're new here, welcome. We love to have you. We do have a YouTube. You can check out some of our reviews on there. Please check those out. Those help keep the lights on around here. But uh, thank you so much for coming by. And as always, long live the voice. <laughs>